Give me your hand. It's red earth. It's in our skin. The Shauna say the color comes from all the blood that's being spilled fighting over the land. This is home. say that again exactly how you said it oh the first my time. god really is this a humiliation ritual fine the lubavitcher it's... rebbe oh man what am i supposed to gonna, say I, jay I'm, I don't... Not, I'm not i'm not i'm not gonna correct you i'm gonna let you sit in ignorance <laughs> i mean okay <laughs> yeah yeah i said the correct pronunciation i don't care how fucking jews <laughs> pronounce it who gives a shit how i pronounce it is the correct one ordinary language usage is lebavitcher rebbe done you are you are quite literally Lebanese. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. You look but... so Semitic, like, like you know. I know what K- I know what Kato looks like. He doesn't show himself on video, so when we're recording, I-, I can't see him. But you bulge. You are so Arabic, it hurts. Yes, Kato yes. just looks like a Brazilian guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do look very Brazilian. <laughs> you do. You. <laughs> The one time you posted a photo of your watch in chat, that was that was insane. Uh, I think my arms. I don't are know as what the f- his. Almost too young. Yeah, you are. You are quite. I got like, look at this. Oh, I got look nothing. at that. Yeah. Wow. I got fucking nothing. I didn't man. know that was possible. I am. I I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I turned twenty five in six months, and I have no body hair. <laughs> I got like a little got a little tuft here on my chest. It's my it's my lower half the terrier. Wait, are you wearing a bussy t-shirt? Bussy? Bussies? Like bussies? <laughs> like bussies? Ah, uh, bussies? <laughs> yeah, like bussies. Isn't that what it's what called? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a way better pronunciation mistake than the one. Oh, isn't it, what, isn't it called bussies? <laughs> you live in America, motherfucker! I he know lives it. That's in Florida. He's like two hours from a Bucky's. I know. I've gone to Bussy's on multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> well, just leave that there. I've gone to Bussy's multiple times. <laughs> oh, that's a that, that's a nice clarinet you got there. Thank you. Yes, it's very it's very good clarinet. <laughs> Uh, let me play a song. Let me play a song for Ruth Bulge. Beautiful, beautiful tune. For yes. the listeners that will never see this because I don't post video, um, that rifle was actually unloaded this time. That's the first time, first time that has been unloaded. I assume oh, it was loaded at this point. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I assume so as well when I grabbed for it. Then I saw it had no magazine. Then I was like, I'm oh, not okay. going to go back and grab the magazine and load it and go through the whole fucking ordeal. Uh, but yeah, so today I have the, the Green Horde on. I, f- I feel like I'm missing a couple of Brazilians, but you know I don't really put that much planning. So like we could have had Sage or something on, but I've never really spoken to him before. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Kato and Bol- Bolgakov's behemoth. What a fuck. What a fucking nerdy name! I know, by the bulge. way. Like the like, battle. You might, 
You could have fucking called yourself like Rocco's Basilisk or something, you fucking nerd. No, that was taken, and that's way... It's too much less wrong. That's a less wrong type nerd. That's a less... Very different. Very different. Mine is a religious literature nerd. Just (laughs) a very different type. One is a rationalist atheist. The other is at least correct. (laughs) Yeah, but still, it's so fucking... Like, I don't even know where to... Like... I've never really looked into it. I'm here. I have St. Marin open still on Wikipedia. What is Bulgakov's? Oh, yes. Okay. I was telling, I was telling Bulge that because he is, you know, obviously, obviously Lebanese. I mean, look at that side profile as he smokes that cigarette. I'm seeing. Uh, so, yeah, what the fuck is this anyway? So let's figure out what the fuck is a Bulgakov behemoth. It's a character. Master and Margarita. Yeah, it's a character from Master Margarita. Oh, okay, it's so. literally the Bible's behemoth, but as a character in a novel. He's part Ooh. of a so, devil's yeah. entourage in that book. Where the devil visits uh, Soviet Moscow. And it's very funny and very very whimsical, very magical, and very, Christ- very orthodox mystic. And at least Bulgakov so you, had an excuse to be orthodox since he was fucking Russian after all. And so you have had a girlfriend before, correct? I'm surprised. As hard as that is to believe. <laughs> it's, uh, we'll just let that hang there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll let thanks, that hang thanks, there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the vote of confidence on my on my future You're marriage welcome. prospects. <laughs> Hey, hey, all three people here sitting in this podcast right now have very shitty future marriage prospects. (laughs) Just by the fact of being on this podcast, I think that already (laughs) greatly reduces our chances. Yes. It's two two Brazilians and a pseudo-Argentinian. How the fuck does this end well for us? This this is exactly how you scare the hoes. That like this is scaring the hoes one oh one. Oh yes. The only the only time I've told a girl to have a podcast is when I was purposely trying to scare her. Oh man, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, oh so no, you just say if you say you have a podcast, she'll know you're uh, a right wing extremist. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. This part I don't even mind telling them if I'm a right wing extremist. It's just like the embarrassment of having a podcast. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you're a especially, podcast, bro. If you're a especially right, in 2023, yeah. Yeah, because if you're if you're a right wing right wing extremist, at least you can be a psycho, and that's kind of cool. If you have a podcast, <laughs> that immediately destroys the cool factor of being a psycho. It, it's yeah. impotent signaling. Yeah. It's pure impotent yeah. signaling. If you have like Unless a political a... podcast, it's impotent signal. If you're just bullshitting, at least that's something. <laughs> that's something. Unless you have a podcast that you bring in like uh, bots and e girls and mid ladies to talk about their uh infinite uh body count <laughs> just, just yeah and just like patronize them and humiliate them like that whatever podcast Cato, the issue with that is that if i'm not tra- actively trying to fuck a woman i cannot stand talking to them so how well, well, would yeah, i to, yeah i get it they're retarded I, I, yeah so it's like you're telling me that professionally, so I'm going to have to do this like once a week, sit down with like six <laughs> women in the studio and listen to their vocal fry and their pod. Like, you know, like I get it when you guys are, well, Bulge is pretty much a, a native speaker at this point, but Kato, I get it. Like if you pause, cause you know, Portuguese is your first tongue and 
But these <laughs> these hoes, they pause mid sentence because they're trying to collect brain cells to finish it. So it's yeah, like they can't. They're retarded. They, incredibly. So mm-hmm. I have to bring him into a studio. Like I have to set up a whole studio. I have to get the fucking Shure SM7Bs just to compete with Joe Rogan because you know, <laughs> everybody needs the fucking Shure SM7B. <laughs> I need to have the, some... guy, <laughs> sure. the guy from the whatever podcast is a literal saint because he does that shit for four hours. <laughs> That's insane. Four hours? He talks to stupid hoes for four hours and he doesn't insane. even fuck them? No, like, you, no. It's, I... it's, it's, it, it's, you know, during Lent, I gave up Twitter and I gave up a lot of things. The one thing I didn't give up was YouTube. And for some reason, fucking YouTube started suggesting clips from that freaking whatever podcast it suggested it to me too but you want to know why because michael knows was in it and youtube knows exactly I'm that's why oh, youtube knows yeah. i'm a catholic that's why i got knows it I'm a because i'm catholic so every time michael knows does something <laughs> it fucking recommends him to me every that's time that's how i found out about that fucking stupid podcast yeah that's also and I then i started watching it. And i was like oh this is so fucking retarded and i can't stop watching it this is like jerry springer but not as fun <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're Jerry right. Jerry Springer, but no. Like, at least in Jerry, fights break out between, like, the Shirillas. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, if you're watching the Maury show, some dude is going to start breakdancing when he got <laughs> the father. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Oh, uh, dude, I grew up watching those shows because uh, my parents would bring me to work because they were hotel managers at the time. So they, I, they were just able to bring me there before I was in school or, like, after school. And I would just, like, sit there watching Maury Povich and Jerry Springer with them. Really, very formative. Very formative years. <laughs> it's such a beautiful I example a of, like, civilizational decline. <laughs> That's, like, entertainment. <laughs> it's, it's genuine. It's, like, I'm sure Rome had, like, equivalent shit in the Colosseum. Of course it's no longer, had. like, you know, people killing each other. It's, like, just random bullshit. It's a bunch of fags doing whatever. It's a stage show like trannies. Instead of, oh, like, my baby mama's a midget. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm sure they had their own version of Maury in the Coliseum. That must have happened in like the three hundreds. You know what's you know what's the worst one out of all those shows? What? Steve Wilkos. I have never watched because that. Oh, Steve, he was, I don't know. He was the security guard on he was. the security guy for Jerry. Maury. Yeah, I remember no, that. No, Maury, I think. One of yeah, them shows. And his show was the darkest. Because like Maury was figuring out if the guy was the baby daddy or not, or someone cheated or not. And then Steve Wilkos was like Trailer trash and ghetto trash coming on to figure out, like, if her husband molested his stepdaughter. Jesus. And they'll do a lie detector test right. on them. It was, like, the, the quote-unquote serious one. Yeah, yeah it's, like, yeah, that was so that. fucked. Because, like, that's dark. <laughs> how are you going to go on television and be, like, I never molested my stepdaughter. And then the lie detector test. Like, how are you going to run that risk with lie detector tests? They're so fucking faulty. Like, um, it's it's a stress test. It's, it's a test IQ. to see if you're stressed. It, it really is. It really is kind of a beautiful IQ selection event. It's like, who has an IQ higher than a dog? <laughs> Please do not sign up. It's a very easy way to, to catch all the really retarded molesters, I guess. Oh, I mean, dude, also, when you look through old clips of To Catch a Predator, the stupidity of some of these guys. They are so stupid. 
There were so Loki. many good ones. <laughs> like, the, oh my god, dude, the one guy that stripped down the second he got inside. And Chris I was Hansen gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Man, that was... <laughs> I didn't want... And there was this one that, that was clearly mentally retarded. He just... Oh, yes. The one with the glasses and kind of a mullet. He looked like a fucking predator, and he just like validated <laughs> every single stereotype in one show. It was dude. Incredible. It's YouTube like three years ago in the middle of COVID lockdown sent me on a to catch a predator rabbit hole, and like in, in some ways I feel bad for these guys because mm -hmm. some of them were like, you know, some of them really were just fucked up, really on there looking for underage girls, and some of them were just like these really lonely like borderline mentally retarded losers that got coaxed into it and then it, it's in, but then there's some guys like one showed up with a with plastic tarp duct tape and a shotgun in his trunk oh i remember oh, that damn man, yeah. man. america has, has really dark like entertainment television if you look at what's going on this was Primetime television on a major channel. Fucking NBC. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> France will casually do a thing where all the intellectuals sign a thing saying, yeah, we should lower the age of consent. But at least they don't televise Foucault raping a boy in a graveyard. <laughs> like, at well, least, no. That's, at least that doesn't that's, happen. That's, <laughs> it's like, oh, we got gotcha, you, Foucault. Ar yeah, that's why they have proud Argentinian Gaspar Noe to come in and make films in Paris with gratuitous rape scenes. At least, at least everyone knows. They keep it to the art house theater. They don't put it on, like, public television. I, I don't know, man. In France? I was gonna... Yeah, France does have... It, like, it was France who made cuties, so... Yes! Oh my god. But then it was it Americans that defended it. <laughs> it, it. France made cuties. France made... Never forget uh, that Netflix the, produced the motherfucker, right? Is that right? True, true, true. That it was, was. <laughs> produced by Americans. I'm, well, Americans. <laughs> fucking Leon fucking the Professional. Oh, that's like... I never watched Oh, that one. movie, really. I never watched it's, it. It's, it's Kino, but it's, 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 it's uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's very borderline uh, pedophilic. It is. It's like... You have like Natalie Portman as a tw she's twelve in this movie. She's like, like twelve, a 12 years old and an e girl. Yeah, she was like proto <laughs> e girl. She was borderline nymphomatic for a girl that has no sex scenes in the movie. It is very strange. It's very uncomfortable, and it's a great it's, but like you know it's Kino. It's a great movie, but it's, it's incredibly Kino. And I mean, at least you know there's never any real like sex scene, and Leon is. Like a father figure to her and sacrifices life for her at the Isn't end. Isn't he kind of retarded too? I have I haven't seen that movie in like uh, years. I would say autistic. I would say he's an autistic. Yeah, child. I guess he's autistic. I guess that's a bit. Uh, he's very he's very obsessed with professional killing. So that's a you know that's his livelihood. That's that's his, his autism. It's it's his vocation. His autism is murder. <laughs> <laughs> some guys play Minecraft. Some guys do train. Some, some guys, guys play murder. Minecraft in real life. Yes, but like that. But yeah, dude, it's Did like you see it, that a guy was arrested for that playing Minecraft. Because like Minecraft? Minecraft joke, he was arrested. Oh yes, Minecraft yeah, joke. dude, yeah. So we're it's... not safe anymore. We can't say that. Oh, we're gonna do this fun thing in Minecraft because well, go almost jail. as if saying in Minecraft was never a good legal defense. <laughs> but well, you're honor. Yeah. 
I said it. Now that you say it, it doesn't sound that smart, but. <laughs> but when you I typed like... it out, Your Honor, it sounded very different in my head, I assure you. Dude, dudes were like, I'm going to wear a pipe bomb vest in the 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in Minecraft, in real life, but in Minecraft. And then they're wondering, like, why am I getting a knock on the. Like, that, that one dude who posted a tweet of a an art piece, like a fake suicide vest. And he posted a picture on Twitter. He was like, this is how I'd be if the IRS show up at my door. And then he got a visit <laughs> from the FBI. <laughs> and they printed out his tweet and showed it to him. <laughs> oh, that what was did you so mean good. by this, sir? <laughs> Can you uh... imagine? If, the, if our group chats ever got leaked and like We're fine. FBI showed up oh, at my door and no. was like... So what did I he mean, mean when he said this racial slur 20 times after waking up? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we're all in at least several lists, but it would oh, be different dude. if they showed I, it on Twitter. I've accepted that I could never run for public office if I'm not like a, uh, a perfect Democrat because mm-hmm. they will just immediately – have everybody like a- every tech agency, every federal agency, oh, so, like all that, dig into my records, 100%. and it's like, nope. 100%. I will. I am going to live a very peaceful life where I don't rock the boat. I'm just gonna have a family and do right. But Bolt, you are chain smoking right now, bro. Look, man, take a, a fucking of... real lungs. <laughs> he is making it up. He's making up for <laughs> making for up for I lost time. Let's say that. Yes, you I... are. Quitting cigarettes for Lent has extended his life expectancy too much. He's got to get closer to God sooner. I mean, yeah, dude, living to 80 years old. No, no, let's drop it at 60. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good long life. I don't need more than that. It's fine. I mean, yeah, that that is a, that is an interesting thing. Like when you see cat, uh, you know, trad cats on Twitter, they are like really ascetic. And it's like, why, why do you want to live longer? (laughs) <laughs> Why don't you drink and smoke? Why don't uh, I say as I'm what? currently not smoking, but it's for other reasons, not for my life expectancy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I no, probably I will don't, be I smoking don't. for a bit when I get back to doing cardio. I will actually. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's, so, but I will. That's the perfect time to do it. But yeah, man, it's like, he, how many are you on right? Because that's the third since we got on camera. No, actually, it's a fourth. No. <laughs> Wow, you are blowing through the house. This is a more boring one. What's a chimney? Uh, Oh, you switched to to the nasty ones. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get me to stop for a bit after this one, I guess. Yeah, I hate Marlboros. Fucking ugh. Oh, I like Marlboros. No, dude. Weirdo. They taste like pure chemical to me. It tastes fine. I've had. And I've had plenty of shitty cigarettes. I've had. Winston's tastes camels. like death. Winston's tastes I've like had, Winston's are Winston. great. I love Winston. Dude, I like Winston's I, now, but man, I I remember I almost vomited the first time I had one. <laughs> <laughs> Winston's are just underwhelming to me because like they go so quick. Yeah, no, they go quick, which mm-hmm. is to yeah. their advantage, I think, because if they lasted longer, I would not finish them. It, it is to their advantage. It's also to their financial advantage because, like, a, an American Spirit lasts longer than any cigarette. But then a Winston mm-hmm. is like cheaper, and it's also still the organic tobacco. But then you smoke it like one and a half times as fast as a pack of spirits. So you're yep. buying more Winstons. It's a it's a Jewish trick, I'm telling you. 
But no, I've had exactly. I've had Paul Malls, I've had Winston's, I've had Campbell's. Have you had Newports? I'm not black. <laughs> I've never had Newports. I've never even seen them around here. I think Newports. I've had. I don't no, like I don't menthols. Think, I don't think we got. I love menthols. <laughs> Come, oh dude, don't make me go for the low hanging fruit. We all know what happened when Papal told you that in Twitter chat. That's <laughs> still one of my favorite interactions. You get called black one time too many. Hey, you rage quit the Twitter chat. <laughs> we can call you a million fucking things. We can insult you all day for being Brazilian. We can make up fucking lies about you. <laughs> It's the whole. It's the uh, you can the, you can call him a scoundrel. You can call him blah blah blah, but call him a Jew. <laughs> we could call you a Jew. We could call you a Jew, and you would have no problem. And nope. that one the black thing, is that one thing. Too far. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's too far. It's too yeah, true. You can oh, say man. anything. You can say anything about my mom, but that's that's. Oh, but I mean, and it's also just not factually accurate because, like, down there in Brazil, you guys have like fifty skin tones legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently yellow so it's like, is yeah. one of them, which I love to. Yeah, really? yellow. yellow, literally yellow. yellow. In, in the IBGE, you, you might know this, Kato. In the IBGE, which is our government census, yellow is the official designation for all Asians. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Amarelo. I fucking lost my shit when I saw that. I was doing like a it. project for school on the census, so I, I looked up the data, and it was just like yellows in Brazil. Total. I'm not I love it. Love it so much. Beautiful, uh, beautiful, yeah, it's... beautiful country. <laughs> very racist. Very, very. Actually, but that reminds me. I was pulling up. I was looking for funny things about Brazil, and I found from the Brazil subreddit. Uh, someone asked for ChatGPT's take on Brazil. Oh, man. And oh, this Lord. is what it spit out. Oh, Brazil, that delightful cesspool of culture and chaos. I'm absolutely <laughs> thrilled to talk about a country so famous for its stunningly overcrowded cities, alarming crime rate, and political turmoil. And who could forget the Amazon rainforest, which seems to be perpetually on fire? Dang. It's true <laughs> the epitome of natural beauty going up in flames. But hey, at least you've got soccer and samba, right? They, that must make everything else just peachy. So there you have it, a deliberately offensive take on your home country. Please keep in mind that my responses are tailored to your requests and not reflective of my actual opinions, as I'm just an AI language model. If you have any more questions or need information, feel free to ask. Look, the the teleology of a forest is to burn, I think, every now and then. And so I am for burning the Amazon by both natural and artificial means. I think we should maintain a steady burn rate so that, you know, it it learns its (laughs) lesson Keeps to its area, doesn't expand. I think, <laughs> you know, it was getting, it was, it was being, it was growing a bit too fast. Anyway, you know, and, bit, and producing we, we a gotta, bit too much oxygen. It was getting a bit too ahead of itself, so we had to teach it a lesson. And you know, and we gotta smoke the natives out so they can become civilized. You do, you do gotta smoke. Yeah, we gotta smoke them out because we've gotta Christianize them. They might be anywhere. It's a, yes. big, it's a big fucking forest, dude. We gotta find them. We can't do it just by fucking hunting them around. So we gotta smoke them out. What can I do? <laughs> hunting them? It is amazing <laughs> to me that in a country like Brazil, you still have people living like they're in Seminole Island. <laughs> yep, yep, and people think it's beautiful. They don't think it's atrocious that they're not 
Catholic. Yeah, exactly. I love that. That was the one qualification. I was like, you know, it's however I live, it's fine. I just wish they had a parish in their village. That's all I want. Pretty much. I just want a. I just Pretty want. Much. I just want a chapel with a little statue of Our Lady of Abadesida, and that's it. Um, leave them alone that's after it, that. Yeah. That's all I ask. Yes. That's all I ask. Send a random priest there who like learned the local dialect or language, and done. Leave them alone. Like our friends, the Jesuits used to do back in the day. Exactly. Oh man. But again. Don't they eat people in there? Probably not nowadays. Not I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's still cannibal tribes in the Amazon. I think not, because the few we do know of aren't cannibals. Um, for in fact, they might a few be. that you know of that we know of, because there might be more. It's uh, a very big forest in a country a with a non-functioning forest. government. So it's. It's not, yeah. it's not yeah. like America. It's it's not like America. If I tried to set up a little cannibal tribe in the in like Yellowstone, the government will find me in about two months. Yeah, because the entire country is monitored. Like the the rainforest is just uh, a PvP uh, <laughs> PvP zone. zone. <laughs> you know that's like, true. The oh, military oh, okay, does okay, not on, patrol that area at let's all. Let's be real here. All of Brazil is a PvP zone. I've seen the live leak videos. Look, officially, yes. But if you don't pay your taxes hard enough, you get the Canudos War, in which, like, the government just said, yeah, we'll kill, like, 25,000 people in the small Catholic community. Fuck it. We'll do it. I don't care. Oh, Canudos was so based. It was it's my favorite thing in yeah, the man. history of Brazil. It was awesome. It was literally a guy who refused to pay taxes and interest rates because of usury. And so he's set up his own like village of 25,000 people. <laughs> and the government said, To wait for the return of a por- Portuguese king. Yes, yes. To wait for That's the- another yes. layer. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because actually, they were, you, you probably they were, know the story better than me, so you tell it. They were royalists. So they were very Catholic. It was uh, right after the Republic was declared and everyone was pissed. So this is in this this was like 1890s, late 1890s, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, around that time, and he was pissed, and he was very Catholic as a good northeasterner, and he just went and okay, this prince from Portugal, King Sebastian, who was lost in a battle, he'll return, he'll bring the monarchy, the monarchy back to Brazil, and they're everyone's going to be Catholic again. So he set up his small little village, his small little commune that got destroyed. By Everyone got killed, if I remember correctly. They literally fought to the last yeah. man. 25,000 people were killed in the war. Civilians, I mean. There were more of the soldiers. Yeah. In fact, there were several failed expeditions to get them out. They resisted like free expeditions or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was really based. They did a good job there. And it was all based... Based... Because it was awesome, but also based on waiting for a dead monarch. And no usury. Also that. No usury. That That's very important, too. Very important for no no interest rates, uh, no taxation with you know interest. And the government at the time, people didn't know this, was probably positivist, if I remember correctly. It was not like a Catholic yeah, religious government. Our republic, of course, no. was modeled on French principles. <laughs> So uh, we had to <laughs> very so like Masonic, Comtean, positivist government. Brazil is in a constant war with its government since the monarchy because it's very much a it tries to be a secular state at every turn when it really shouldn't be at all. It makes no sense. Brazilians are not bred for that. It makes no sense. 
Um, and there were after like after that, I, I forget who, maybe it was Bagas, but you know there were benefits to the Catholic Church, and then they ended it in the 1950s and the third or fourth or second republic or however the fuck many we had at that point. And so they ended that, and now Brazil, instead of being 90% Catholic, is only like 50%. So it's a great crowd. Really? Only 50? I think it was for, the last I checked was 48. Yeah, yeah. I'm rounding. But yeah, it's yeah. around that. And it was like 90 plus percent before. Now, we're so oh, yeah. heavily Christian. Most of, like, 80 to 90% of our population is Christian, but the rest is Protestants, unfortunately. Yeah, and the, the way I was talking about this with uh, Jay Burden was that the way I see the decline of Catholicism in Brazil is kind of like the way I see the decline of white people in America. It's a, in my head, they're very parallel mm. uh, phenomenon. So, yeah. I'm Fun. perpetually amazed by Brazil because I, I love Argentina, which I just looked up the numbers and Argentina seems pretty similar to Brazil. Um, officially, mm -hmm. only 48.9% of the country is Roman Catholic, 10% other Christian, 398 no religion. But then, according to the CIA fact book, 92% <laughs> of the country is Catholic, but less than 20% regularly practice. So, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, but Brazil is like just, you always learn something new and strange about this place. Like, it is the Florida of South America. Yep. Yeah. Because that's why we're all here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why y'all got to Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's also, it's like you know, you, the most tropical climate in the United States. Yeah. There's also like that. You, you, look at, you, you look at it, and American Confederates went down to Brazil. Yeah, Confederados. <laughs> so you have, yeah. you have whole villages in the Amazon that look like German villages and are full of blonde-haired, blue-eyed people for no, no good reason, honestly. Yeah, those guys are usually uh, in the South. They border Argentina like Brazil and the South, like Florianopolis yeah, is basically a Swiss city. It's on, like, on ironically is a Swiss city, basically. <laughs> it functions, <laughs> it works, it's not like that decrepit, it's nice, it's good looking, it's basically like a European village. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have, you know how the guys, the, like the Nazi guys did like experiments with twins? Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. just moved. To Brazil, Mengele. Yeah, that was Mengele. He was he drowned yeah. in some he died in Brazil. while like um swimming in a river. He wasn't like caught yeah. or anything. And he was known as Uncle Whatever. Yeah, he it was, was like, very like friendly. But there's like a German village that has a suspicious amount of twins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> has a like very suspicious amount suspicious amount of twins. The deeper you dig into that rainforest, the more weird groups you see. Confederates, <laughs> Nazis, cannibal, Amazon tribes, trannies. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? It is literally just a, uh, a fucking uh, player unknown's battleground fucking server in real life. PUBG server. It's beautiful. It's, you know, as God, it's, it's, it's God intended it to be. <laughs> it's like how is this a real country because you, you see some insane countries in india there's still still no plumbing a hundred something years of colonization from the british and they still they they have no idea what plumbing is they eat their food <laughs> off the sidewalk like people are just like we've seen what is with those videos coming out of india lately where people are just like coming around with a cart and like with their hands dumping like cow shit on the sidewalk for people to eat what? it's fucking insane i haven't watched yeah, that. India is just, it's just, it's just, 
I a don't mess. Even know where but yes. but that's a mess of a country, you know. And somehow it's one of the world's largest economies. But that, you know, make don't don't ask me why. I don't fucking understand. But you you get like weird countries like this where you just see that oh this was a backwards culture. They are Western technology, so here they are. But mm-hmm. Brazil is an anomaly because none of it makes sense. <laughs> none of it. It's beautiful. It shouldn't work, but it does for some reason. It was a pirate colony, and then it was a regular colony, and then this was one of the biggest empires in South America. Yep. It Hell yeah. helped obliterate Paraguay. Yep. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then oh, I don't get the Confederates. Why did they go to Brazil? Because it's you can't go well. You can't go much more south than Brazil, but not much. But it's like, why not go to Mexico or something? Like, why Why the trip? Oh, I, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm trying to I need to look this up, actually. Why the fuck did they go to Brazil? <laughs> I have no idea why they went to Was Brazil. Was Brazil just more civilized than Mexico? Like, certain areas of Brazil? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Well, no, because Mexico was still under the Spanish Empire at this point. Or uh, what the French, actually, I think, at that point. 1860. Yeah, they may have been under the... the... Oh, you know, it may have been... I don't was know. Emperor Maximilian the Emperor of Mexico in that time? Yeah, the puppet emperor. But he was friends with Pedro, so... Was he friends with Pedro? Uh, oh, he was. They were, they yeah, were so buddies. actually, yes, this was exactly the time of Maximilian. He was yeah. emperor from 1864 to 1867. Yeah, this was pretty much the time, but uh, but then he got killed in 67. When did the Civil War end? 66? 65. Around that 65, okay. So I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know no, they went to Brazil, see, man. Man. I, I have the history pulled up here. After the war, many Confederate planters were unwilling to live by the new rules imposed by the Union's victory and constitutional changes that followed a new labor regime and the loss of political power that came with African-American suffrage. Accustomed to raising cotton with the labor of enslaved people, some looked elsewhere in the Western Hemisphere for a place where their old life could be continued. Many pers- blah, blah, blah. The Brazilian Emperor Dom Pedro II saw an opportunity in the economic disruption in the southern United States and hoped to build up its cotton production to export to the looms of England and France, which had long rallied on the deep or wrong long relied rallied what the fuck <laughs> on the deep south. The emperor encouraged the immigration of cotton planters from the former Confederacy that enabled that expansion. Even before the end of the war in 1865, there was already talk of emigrating to Brazil, but very little was known about this country. After the war ended, there was such a revival of the issue that several emigration companies were formed. Representatives were sent to Brazil to check the land, climate, and facilities offered by the emperor. In November of 1865, the state of South Carolina formed a colonization society and sent Major Robert Merriweather and Dr. H.A. Shaw, among others, to Brazil to investigate the possibility of establishing a colony. On the way back, they published a report mentioning that the two lords had already bought land and settled there. Slaves were cheap, they reported. So... <laughs> uh, Based? your profiteering emperor saw saw an opportunity and he brought the what, what's, what's this uh, I see something about the clan here many southerners who accepted emperor's offer lost their ownership of humans during the war were unwilling to live under the American constitution after the passage of the 13th amendment the presence Based. of federal troops to defend newly freed slaves from recapture by southern militias and the first wave of the clan were simply did not expect improvement in the southern economic situation under what they viewed as abolitionist rule which slavery, blah, blah, furthermore, Brazil will not ban slavery until 1888. The Confederates were the first organized Protestant group to settle in Brazil. So, not based. Wow. Not based yeah. about the Protestantism, but I'm, I'm glad our but I'm sure. was like, yeah, yeah, sure, come on, come on. We've got cotton. We can grow cotton. Come on. 
<laughs> I'm sure they have converted by this point. Actually, I I know I have a very good friend who is from Americana, from Americana, and she is exceedingly Catholic. So I'm gonna ask her if those people who came uh, with the gringos have become Catholic as well. According to Wikipedia, their religion is still Protestant. Well, can't be trusted. Not by Jews. No, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> and the, the confederacy had a very the confederacy had a very weird relationship with other religions like the uh the confederate battle flag was actually designed by a jew for real yeah yeah Jewish originally then in vexillology yeah, <laughs> originally they wanted the same color scheme but with the saint andrew's cross and uh one of the Jewish guys in the government was like, well, you know, this could be uh, a little bit, uh, you know, it's, we have religious freedom here. And some people could see this as uh, not, not very religiously free. So what if we just turn it over on its side? And they made it like the Scottish flag. And that worked. But the Confederate flag could have looked like the English flag. It should have been the St. Saint George's Cross. That's all I'm going to say. It, it should, oh, yeah. St. George's Cross, not Shane and Andrew. Uh, yeah. And then also, like, I've read a Twitter thread that the President Jefferson Davis actually had correspondence with the Pope at the time. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The Pope convert. was pretty. He was the the Pope was pretty pretty hot on the Confederacy. So who was the Pope yeah. in eighteen sixty? Who was the Pope? Uh, Pius something? P- Pius, I think it was Pius. Which dude, there's like eleven or, or twelve Piuses you need. Pope Pius the Ninth. Okay, for eighteen forty six to eighteen seventy eight. Longest verified papal reign. Okay. This dude was up there for a long time. Yeah, that's time, a long time. Years. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, he yeah, became yeah, a prisoner like... in there. This is also the guy who was uh, – <laughs> when the kingdom of Italy, like permanently losing control of the papal states to the kingdom of Italy in 1870, thereafter he refused to leave Vatican City, declaring himself a prisoner of Vatican. So very based guy. He's like, nope, I'm <laughs> never leaving this here again. Not that I ain't, li- yeah. I ain't leaving, son. Yeah. And he sent – and he had a – you know, because of that, because of the situation with the papal states and being a prisoner in the Vatican, he had a like a deep sympathy for the Confederates. And so, yeah, I have it here beginning October 1862. This is on a Wikipedia page. Uh, the Pope began sending public letters to Catholic bishops of the United States calling for an end to the destructive civil war. The Vatican never recognized the CSA or sent any diplomats to it. However, in 1863, the Pope did meet privately with the Confederate envoy and emphasized the need for emancipation. A letter of Pius, 10th, Pius IX to Jefferson Davis in December 1863, addressing him as Presidi Federatum Amer- I, I can't do Latin. Uh, America Regionum, was not seen as recognition of the Confederacy, even by its own officials. Confederate Secretary of State Judah P. Benjamin. Uh, that sounds like a Jewish name of you ever heard of that. <laughs> Oh, yes! That, 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 that is the guy that designed the flag. That is the Jew! Jew. It's the Jew! It's That's the, the Jew! The, the resident Jew. <laughs> the resident <laughs> Jew of the Confederacy. So, uh, the Confederate Secretary of State, Judah Benjamin, interpreted as a mere inferential recognition, unconnected with political action or the regular establishment of diplomatic relations, without way to formal recognition. Pius IX elevated Archbishop John McCloskey of New York as the first American to the College Cardinals uh, March 1875, but there were a lot of like correspondence between 
uh, Pius IX and Jefferson David. And I think he might have even sent him a rosary at one point. That's actually a very base or, uh, move by Pius IX, yeah, too. Yeah. Actually, both stress and emancipation while also sympathizing with the Confederates, while also uh, <laughs> trying to make peace. That's actually a <laughs> what a pope is supposed to do. I know Pope John Paul did that very frequently. Like I remember it was like a museum, and like I because I visited Argentina recently, and they're like like uh, army museum. There's like a point where there's a little or there's a section where we're talking about like Argentina was going to war with another country or there were several like conflicting claims and the person who resolved it was Pope John Paul II and no one knows about it because he just he didn't care to publicize it he just came here organized That's the so cool. and then like fucked off after that <laughs> it was, it's really awesome beautiful you know another thing that uh the, another cool thing that Pope Pius IX did mm. was not what? sending John Wilkes Booth to kill I'm not saying he did, but I'm also saying I'm not I'm also not saying he did. So, <laughs> the way you phrased that made it sound, you know, a really cool thing he did. He didn't wink wink send John Wilkes Booth to kill Abraham. That's exactly that's exactly my point. <laughs> because as everyone knows, John Wilkes Booth was a very, very cool Catholic. He was a was he? I didn't know he was a Catholic. I can't he was find a Catholic. Him. I saw it somewhere, maybe Twitter, that he was. <laughs> maybe Twitter. Was. <laughs> okay, and I trust Twitter implicitly. I also, that's completely, no, just go on, because I, I found out that someone very cool was a Catholic today. He converted to Catholicism in prison, I believe. He was an Episcopal by the time he killed Hitler. But he he had a Catholic medal on his <laughs> person. By the time he killed Hitler. Hitler <laughs> That's, a, that's the coolest point is genuinely I've ever seen. Travel story plot. Remember when John Wilkes Booth killed Hitler? You might have to, Jay, you might have to change the title of the episode. John Wilkes Booth kills Hitler. Oh, that was beautiful. That John was Wilkes, it's like it's like Jewish hero. <laughs> and it's like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, John Wilkes Booth, time traveling assassin. <laughs> oh. Holy shit, that sounds based as fuck. Hey, you guys remember when John Wilkes Booth went back in time and gave Genghis Khan gout? <laughs> hey, you guys remember when John Wilkes Booth was at the Ides of March? <laughs> Just say, hey, Caesar, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, some people say that's where John Wilkes Booth learned us uh, six semper tyrannis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's a this is a fucking deep cut. What the fuck? <laughs> and I said it so casually too when he killed him. <laughs> I thought I thought you meant I thought you were calling Lincoln Hitler. I was just like gonna let it slide. I was like, the slip of the that's a funny one. <laughs> so that's that's because we only talk about killing Hitler. We don't talk about killing anyone else. because <laughs> because he's the, he's one of the only world leaders that escaped assassination by going to Argentina. You know what the best part is? It's that John Wilkes Booth, a time-traveling assassin, could have killed baby Hitler, but instead he chose to do it after everything. So there was a deep message in there, that the one time-traveling assassin we know of didn't choose to kill baby Hitler. 
So no, I would not. In summary, I would not kill baby Hitler. <laughs> because our hero, time traveling John Wilkes Booth, did exactly. Well, because he um, did. He didn't do it over the Holocaust. He did it to end the war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why would it's like you know we're already talking about a fiction book here? Why would he go to end even more fiction? How many layers do you want to this? <laughs> true, true, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> this this, this uh-huh. got off. This went off the rails so fucking. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth <laughs> arrives from the past of proof. Uh, you know, maybe the doors of that camp were made of wood. I don't know. I can. I could gas not escape, and there were swimming pools. I mean, I took photos. I got this. <laughs> I got this, <laughs> this modern Sony camera, and I went back in time and took a few photos. And I don't no, know, no, man. no, no. You know, what's the, you know what's the thing? He put the wooden doors thereafter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, I went to the future. Did, and I just learned. To fuck with people. <laughs> it was what like, a I went to the future, and I learned about this thing called a uh, pro gamer move. Now watch me pull one real quick. Beautiful. So, some oh, say Lord. John Wilkes Booth went into the future and made PewDiePie say that word. <laughs> it was actually him who killed PewDiePie on that bridge. People don't know that. But he was actually playing. He was the rival player in PUBG who killed him on that bridge. You know, he knew that he, it had to happen, you know. It had to happen. It was a very important goal. Okay, so – so- Time traveling John Wilkes Booth is like a like a forced dump, but for but instead of being a, a historical moments of American history, there he's just like in cool moments of history. In general, no, like internet. You know what it is? It's uh, it's that movie Looper. So not Looper. Uh, Jumper, I think, where that guy travels oh, yeah. time, but it's sporadic. He has no choice in it. Yeah, is that the one with the with that guy that was in that other movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kato. So you know, Kato. I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Okay, so, <laughs> that guy that wasn't the other movie. Oh no, Jumper is uh, Hayden Christensen has the ability to instantly transport himself to any place he can imagine. Yeah, it's not a tele- it's a teleporter movie. Looper is time travel, yeah. but it's not sporadic. Yeah, Luke no, is the one Luke. with, with uh, uh, Bruce Willis. You are thinking Bruce, of Bruce Willis, Willis and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Leave it. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Looper is like the one decent ish Ryan Johnson movie, but whatever. Oh, that's Ryan Johnson, really? Really? It's his big directorial oh, debut, I think. It's his first Hollywood movie. Wow, it all went downhill from there. Holy yeah, they shit. really fucking did, man. Well, 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 Anna Diarmas is. Amazing. Is she in that movie? As in, yes. Uh, no, she is in Knives Out, and she is uh, precious in Knives she Out. She is in Knives Out, huh? She uh, is the girl from Knives Out, and Bess and the Armas is in Knives Out, like bar none. She is. I mean, I think ever. in I think in Deep Water you can see her tits. I don't care about her tits. <laughs> I care about her soul. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, is she I'm Catholic? Just... She's I mean, the last name like that. She's got to be. I yeah, can make her Cuba. I can save her. She, well, uh, yeah, she, she is. She is from. She's Cuban. Let's see. Well, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, I, 
Cubans are mostly Catholic, but you never know like which weird ones. Because I have a lot of Cuban friends that they're like Unitarian or like non-denominational. Yeah, this they're they're weird. Uh, Unnatural is the word you're looking for, Cato. Yes. <laughs> you, uh, you know, you know who's who was Catholic as well, and that I found out found this out today. I was going to mention earlier, who? but who? I didn't want to, to derail the conversation. Tiny Tim. No shit. Tiptoe. He was a practicing devout Catholic. Really? Yep. You, oh my god, yeah. It's literally just one line in his Wikipedia. Corey was a devout Catholic. <laughs> That's how I found That's how I found it out. He was a devout Catholic. Look at that. His grandpa was a Maronite priest. Based. It goes back. See, see, Bolt, you need you need to become a Maronite. Yes, I agree. It keeps coming back to it. I don't even know how to switch rights, man. <laughs> and if it's a free hour, if it's a, go to a different church. If it's a free hour mass like the fucking Eastern or Catholics, I'm not fucking doing it, by the way. <laughs> it's one hour fine. If it's three hours standing up free times every fucking thing, I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. I'll stay with I'll stay with a Novus Ordo. Thank you very much. I enjoy it. It's fine. Uh, and also, the Maronites don't have a cool outfit, like their priest uniform. They don't have, like, their cassock is just, like, regular. Oh. So the aesthetic is not different, so I'm kind of disappointed. They don't change the liturgical vestments? So, was... Yeah, if, like, if I were to change my, my uh, to a different rite, I would judge by, by the, the priest, uh, priestly garments. Fair enough. You, you know? got to have the drip. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Of course. I'm actually planning to go to an Ukrainian Catholic church sometime soon. So that should be interesting. Are there Ukrainian Catholics in Florida? Yep. Like, yep. Probably like three. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like ten in general, so. <laughs> well, it's enough to form a parish as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, true. I'm trying to see. I can't see what religion Dick Dale was. I see that his... Uh, He's Lebanese and Polish Belarusian descent. So maybe he looked maybe. very, very Slavic. Yeah, well, he's a Lebanese on the father's side and Polish Belarusian on the mother's side. Mm. Her real, her uh, maiden name was Donshvik. Don, I hate Slavs so much, dude. I Don, hate Slavs. Duncan Switch. Oh, that sounds Don, Jewish. Uh, it's just because the witch, the witch part, yeah. like, uh, because, because here's, here's your history. Are witches? Is that what you mean? Y- yes. That is I mean, when you true. look at witch, when you look at witch talk, like half of the women there have stars, David on their neck. So, yeah, I always find that fascinating. Is that just Kabbalah? What the fuck is Kabbalah? Is it just Jewish magic? I don't know uh, their own magic. I mean, yeah, I don't I, know what Kabbalah is. Please explain. I, I, so I had I did a whole episode with Paz on Kabbalah uh, when he started Scarlet Thread Society. Uh, it's a very weird thing where it's part of like medieval Jewish mythology. They where because you know Jews want to connect to uh, the ancient religion of ancient Israel, and they like oh, claim that there were yeah they they want to claim that there were like Kabbalistic practitioners in ancient Israel like post destruction of the temple, and there's just no proof of that like the proof is probably the first one was uh an egyptian jew in like the 1000s <laughs> and so, it's, it's a jewish alistair crowley great okay i was and, gonna 
some of it is like magic and some of it is like trying to use gematria to understand the torah what is gematria and it's very it, gematria uh, it's is like where every that letter, QAnon people yeah. use to uh decode donald trump's yeah i still don't know where what every letter is, has where every letter has a numerical value oh okay weird numerology yeah because the uh you know the ancient jews didn't have numbers oh. so they used letters to denote numbers. oh okay so okay. that was yeah, so they use that to like try to figure out meaning, so the numbers have a significant uh, symbology to it, and some of it becomes mad. Like the story of the golem becomes like a story of Kabbalah, like going into practical, but still magic is banned in Judaism, so it's not technically supposed to be magic. So like it's not supposed to be divination; it's like supposed to be better understanding the past. But then it also gets into amulets and stuff like that, and you know blessings for healing and it's very strange it's very legalistically trying to tiptoe around what is magic yeah because i if i remember correctly suffer not a witch to live is like in the old testament it's yes. in the hebrew scriptures that's not new testament shit god gave that one then, a long time ago and then the reach of kabbalah actually goes into the the hasidic jews of today so lubavitch chabad uh, the hasids all of that branches from Kabbalistic Judaism, which was originally banned uh, back in the late Middle Ages. Okay, and then so you get... Just... <clears throat> Go on. No, then you get some people that it just turned into straight-up heresy. So uh, Sabbatai Zevi and Jacob Frank, which the, the Rothschilds are actually Frankists. So it's this oh. Jewish cult going back to like the 1600s, 1700s of... Uh, somebody that claimed to be able to do Kabbalah and like Sabbatai Zevi was a cult leader. He, he was ex like Jews used to have excommunication. Yeah. I know Spinoza so was excommunicated. Tried... Yeah. Spinoza, Sabbatai Zevi, uh, Leo Trotsky. We're all so, Leo Trotsky was excommunicated. So when Jews started telling you that, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, was that Jews... why he was killed? Uh, yeah, I that, that would be so funny. <laughs> That'd be so hilarious. Joseph Stalin, international Jewish avenger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so I just... That... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I just ran uh, Jay the Jew in the Gematria, Gematria calculator, whatever you want to uh, pronounce it, and there's some very interesting stuff here. So okay. Elon Musk sacrifices Joel Rosso at Adelaide Studios. That's part of your... That's what it came out from your name. Uh, Google Wormwood Plague Genocide. U.S. Representative dated Nathaniel Bridge. A Wormwood Plague Genocide is literally a Jim Butcher plot point, future plot point in Justin Files, but whatever, continue. That's literally something. And Mr. I love that series. <laughs> I love and Mr. You are a two-bit hoodlum. <laughs> true, true, very true. How do you take your coffee black? Democrats are devil worshippers. I mean, yes. Fact, fact. <laughs> it lost me the black coffee because I don't. I, drink, <laughs> I'm, I, I have a lot of you know cafe and leche with my espressos as well. So, but they gangs got me back talk. Ooh, gangs talking spiritually targeted individual. That's from your name. Very I, I wealthy. Do, I, I do gang stalk people. Ascension will be divinely timed. That's true of every ascension, I feel like. But continue. 
Man, this is this is so fucking weird. There's like this is schizophrenic. Nineteen pages. There's nineteen pages. Yeah. This is a, yeah. That, like, where where did you find this? Why is there? The there's a website. There's a website. Gematrix. 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 So so far we've got John Wilkes Booth and Gematrix. Org. <laughs> Insert and and for and for Bukagov, Bukagov's behemoth, you got I am the queen of heaven. Patrick Levon Mahomes, he Jesus Christ, I am the holiest of holy, the rotate titan, AI. Queen Elizabeth's death date. <laughs> Jesus is the ark. Yes. Who I and I the Lord. <laughs> Mental breakdown. True. Do not trust the Masonic NHS. Based! Yes. Incredibly based! But unfortunately, I'm not English. That applies to Haz and Kieran. <laughs> not the me. vampires in the Bible. And Baz. And Baz, and Baz. Vampires in the Bible? There's probably at least yeah. like one secretly in there. Like maybe Judas is actually. Well, there is there is Lilith, but that's Queen of the Demons. I mean, according to what is it Games Workshop? No, it's White Wolf, the Vampire of the Masquerade series. Kane is the first vampire. So yeah. Yeah, he was the first vampire. Vampires are called Canaanites. Oh yeah, and the vampire. Yeah, that that was actually a cool tie-in. I love that they just say, "Yeah, God is real." By the way, in that uh, Vampire of the Masquerade, they're like, "God is real." Adam and Eve real. World is like eight thousand years old. Deal with it. (laughs) It's very based. I love it. The oldest vampires were the antediluvians. Yeah, the antediluvians. I actually really love the Vampire of the Masquerade lore. It's great. Me too. It's okay, great. wait, wait. No, no, no. We're not going to mix up the Nephilim lore. They were not vampires. They were horny angel half-breeds. They were giants. We're not talking about yes, the Nephilim. they were giants. We're well, well, what are you talking about? When you're, when, you're talking about, when you're talking about antediluvian creatures... You're referring to the feeling. Which no, we're talking to the children no, we're of talking Cain, which were uh, the people he turned to vampires in the Vampire the Masquerade the yeah. We're talking about RPG. Yeah, the like, founder of cities, if real. I remember correctly. We're talking about a specific yeah. lore from a specific franchise of books. and Real movies. nerd shit. Yeah, real loser nerd shit. It's great. But very cool. Um, so yeah, Gematrix. Very weird. So I did not know. I knew... Gematria because of QAnon, because they used to put uh, Trump's tweets through Gematria to try to understand what Trump was trying to say. Because, well, clearly uh, Q predicted this. Yeah, it really using Gematria like that is just fucking insane. Like I remember, and this goes so far back for these people where. Uh, there's this old video of this Protestant woman trying to explain why you should not drink monster energy. So she takes oh, the claw marks and she's oh. like, it's actually three letter vavs, which is the number six in the Hebrew alphabet in Gematria. So it's six, six, six. And then you see the O in monster is actually a theta. And then she just, oh, is like, every time you drink, you worship the devil. It's like, Oh, lady. You should only drink monster energy if you're a white monster, I think, is the conclusion from this. I just, I drink monster energy because I'm a white monster. I love that one so I don't drink monster energy. Never. I I don't drink monster energy just because I don't like it. 
well we don't drink it because we're brazilians we're like yeah we we snort guarana yeah oh god i hate that stuff actually (laughs) i had it once and it's like it's it's, now it's nasty it's fucking nasty uh Oh, yeah, where? Man, what the fuck? The Gematrius really threw me the fuck off. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Uh, so you, uh, you explained I had I had never had any idea what uh, what Kabbalah was. I know Tucker Carl's. I know they wear, like, the yeah. the, the red bracelet. And I know yeah, Tucker like a blessing. wears it's, it. It's like a blessing thing. It's just okay, like, so it's, it's like a good luck It doesn't charm. mean necessarily you believe in it. You just, like. No. You just think no, it no, it's cool. it. Yeah, it's mostly like a good luck charm, and that's it's pretty much like it's it's like an evil eye thing, sort of wearing that. Right yeah, I was gonna say that. Look. That that's what I was re- re- that what reminded me of. Yeah, now and when you get into the history of Kabbalah, you get some fucking weirdos. So like that Sabbatai Zevi was a he he turned feast days into fast days. Uh, he openly like disobeyed all the biblical commandments, and then at the end of his life, he converted to Islam. Oh, so typical, because, t- very typical <laughs> manual traditionalist. Okay. Basically, Rene yeah, Guinan. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And he convinced a lot of people that he was the Messiah. So, really, a, uh, a, so, a trad, so, trad life. person. Yeah. So, he really he went, he just went ahead and subverted everything. Yeah. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then a century later, you get uh, Jacob Frank, who, start, who does the exact same thing. And then that's where you get Frankish Jews like the Rothschild from. Mm hmm. Jacob Frank uh, sounds yeah. like such a 19th century fucking name. I can never imagine him being from like the 1200s or whatever. <laughs> no, no, he, I was like a dude in a suit no, and tie. No, he was from the sixth. Uh, so Sabbatai Zevi was the the 1600s, and then Jacob Frank was the 1700s. Okay, that makes that's a little bit more co- comprehensible to my very limited. Oh, okay, so mind. so. He's oh, and one of the things one of the things about Kabbalah is that it is a Neoplatonist ideology, so it's very concerned with forms and you know the higher realm and all that stuff. So that's why you you can see like the uh, the Sephiroth is an entire thing of like Platonic ideals, pretty much. Wait, Sephiroth? Like, I'm sorry, Sephiroth is only a fantasy? Final Fantasy character to me. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Look up the uh, Sephiroth. If you look up just Sephiroth, you will get the Final Fantasy character. But when you look up Sephiroth Kabbalah, uh, you get this weird, like, tree of life thing where it has one. Two, oh, three, I've seen this shit before. I'm pretty sure I probably Nine, have, ten, too. Let me see. 11. Yeah, there's 11. Yeah, I've seen it before. There. It appears in Neo Genesis Evangelion, by the way, for no reason. <laughs> they just like using iconography from religions. Yeah, so there we go. And you have, so Keter is the crown, Chokhmah, wisdom, Bina, understanding, Gvura, judgment, Chesed, kindness, uh, Chod, splendor, Netzach, eternity, Yesod, foundation, and Malchut, kingdom. And then, like, these also represent the masculine and the feminine, and then there's, like, all one big form of God. And it's a very, it's a very, very strange, like, Jewish offshoot that is now very mainstream, again, because it is in the only really religious factions left in Judaism that are not conservative or reform is, you know, the the Hasidic movement, which encompasses Lubavitch and Chabad and all the like ultra orthodox. So it's very, mm-hmm. it's very still dominant in Judaism, even when people don't realize it. That's so weird. So it's like if the weird offshoot became the dominant. Uh, yeah, 
And it was, it, it was not, oh, we just lost Bulk. Oh. Well, he, uh, inter, Brazilian internet, man. It's, it's Brazilian it's internet. Yeah. Yeah. A, a tranny tripped on his internet cable with a stick. It happens uh, constantly. Yeah. One, one of the things about him was that the reason they got excommunicated originally is because they were non-ascetic. Uh, oh, there he's back. Yeah, so I was just saying, I was telling, yeah, I was telling Cato that uh, the reason they were excommunicated is because Jews, for the most part, for the entire medieval era, were an entirely ascetic people. And mm-hmm. the the original Kabbalistic practitioners and then what formed into the early Hasidic movement was non-ascetic. So they smoked, they drank, they danced, they sang. Based. And yeah. Wait, so is that why... They're like Hasidic Jews who have like these crazy parties with DJs and stuff that you see the videos online. Yes. Yeah. So that's where it comes from. That, like that, that's where it started from. Because before that, if you took a Jew from like the 1300s, they never would have been able to imagine doing that. They were not an ascetic people. Because, you know, like pretty much what Michael E. Jones says, that Judaism started at the, uh, the foot of the cross denying it. So mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. that a Christian is, a Jew has to not be. And that was something that we were even taught in Jewish school. Like, oh, why do Jews move in prayer? Oh, because Christians stand still. So we have to differentiate ourselves from that. Really? And Damn. it's, yeah, oh, that was rent, legit. Rent free, bro. Rent free. Literally. And this was being taught to me in Jewish grade school. <laughs> so it's like, if you see a Jew praying, they're like moving back and like they're, they're autistically Autistic. stimming as yeah. they pray. They're all incredibly <laughs> autistic, so they have to stim or else they can't pray. It's exactly. <laughs> and then when they're really at the rosary, motherfucker, you no, dumb. I was going to say that. I, I, I too stim when I'm praying, but it's just yeah, like, everyone does. the rosary. And when they're really into it, man, you see them and they're like bending their knees and they're, uh, they're having a fucking seizure. So literally, <laughs> like everything that a Jew, that, that a Christian is, a Jew cannot be. So when you're in a medieval Catholic society, like a Jew has to be complete opposite of that. Uh, you know, notoriously non-ascetic. So Jews have to be ascetic. And then when you finally have non-ascetic Jews, they get a harem put against them. So they're excommunicated. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, That's but they, and you still have, you still have, it's called uh, Zoraides, I believe, or Haredes. Haredes are like still, the women have to shave their heads and then put a wig on because they can't show their real hair. <laughs> and they're fucking like, insane, man. Like, like Hasidic women all wear wigs? Uh, no, so the Hasidic women all wear wigs, but they keep their real hair under it. But the Haredi Jews are this ultra-Orthodox sect that still hold on to asceticism. So mm-hmm. they like you can, they cannot risk a man actually seeing the real hair. So they shave their heads and put on a wig. What? That's far out. That's such yeah. like, that's such a weird religion that it has to be, it has to be defined by its antagonist. Like you're not, you're not really a religion. At, you're not really the old Jews of the old Testament at that point, friend. You're not really Abraham's well, children at that point. It's a it's a fake religion. It is, and I can confidently say this as someone who has left it multiple times. Actually, <laughs> that it's a fake. That you know, it's funny. I saw a video the other day. I, I'll see if I can find it so I can share it in, in group chat. 
of this priest who was talking about his conversion. And he had a very atheistic, formerly Jewish uh, professor who, who said that there are only two real religions in the world, Judaism and Catholicism. So if you had to become a, if you had to become a deist, you, you had to become one, either one of them. You can't become a Jew because Jew, Judaism is genetic. So the only uh, thing left is to become Catholic. And the guy became a Catholic and it's, it's now a priest. Based not even but looking think, at the Protestants. Yeah, but I think it's interesting that he said the only two religions that exist are Judaism and, and, and Catholicism, not even Christianity as a whole, but... I mean, yeah, that is Christianity. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I, would, I would take issue with that just on the uh, the Jewish part because like, if you're disqualifying Islam, probably on yeah. the grounds that it's a Christian heresy, then you have to also disqualify modern Judaism because it's not it, it does not have a direct connection to the religion of the Old Testament because that mm-hmm. died with the destruction of the Second Temple. Because yes. like that... that like, sure, you get some Sephardics that can probably trace their genetic heritage to ancient Israel. But that's hey, relevant. I, I'm sure those, like, the Ethiopian Jews, uh, the Mizrahi, is that Mizrahi? Yeah, the, the Mizrahi, ones, yeah. The Mizrahi probably as well, but mainstream Even then, Ashkenazi? like, just on a, on a theological level, this is not the... Because when you read the Old Testament you mm-hmm. see the specific requirements that are set out for Judaism to exist. Mm-hmm. And it very much relies on the existence of the temple because you need the mm-hmm. class of the Cohens, which the Sadducees, to mm-hmm. be there to initiate these things. Like, there's a reason they were political leaders in the country, aside mm-hmm. from the king and the Sanhedrin. It's because they were essential to the religion. But now mm-hmm. they just get a glorified position in the religious services where they get to... Uh, they, they, like... Because in a Jewish religious service, you read from the Torah at mm-hmm. some point. Like, there's mm-hmm. a part reading a Torah, and you split it up into either five or seven parts, depending if it's a weekday or the Sabbath. So, the Cohen always goes first, and then the Levite goes second, and then you get into the rest of it. But that's pretty much, and then they have a special prayer on the holidays, uh, the priestly mm-hmm. blessings. But it's it, it's literally not at all what they were doing in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So without that. You do not have a Judaism. You just simply mm-hmm. do not. You have rabbinic Judaism, which is a new religion, because find me in the Old Testament, anywhere in it, in the Pentateuch, in the books of the prophets, in Proverbs, and with anywhere. Find me where it gives rabbinic authority. And you can search mm-hmm. all day. You will not find it because the, the rabbinic class did not exist because they were something that popped up in the intertemple period when the Jews were... Well, the, not all the Jews. When the Jewish elite were in captivity in Babylon, mm-hmm. that's when you get the beginning of the rabbinic class. Because, you know, there, there were no priests to officiate anything. So in order to keep the religion alive, they had the rabbinic class. But it's not, they don't have any biblical authority. So with the temple mm-hmm. destroyed, and the Cohens can no longer perform service because there's no temple, then where is the actual theological connection between ancient Judaism and rabbinic Judaism. You, you don't have it. You see the obvious evolution of it, but it's not the same religion. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's like saying that Mormonism is an offshoot of Catholicism. 
maybe in a very loose historical sense it is mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. its theological connection is actually not there because it's a completely different religion with aesthetic similarities yeah so yes cosmetic really yeah so like i would say that no it's catholicism and probably hinduism because hinduism is the same religion it's been well not the same same but it's the same religion it's been for 3000 years or more mm-hmm. so i would say that's a real religion quote unquote it's a false religion of course but mm-hmm. if you're looking at it through an anthropological theolo- you know like theologian or not theologian like theological studies in university Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then probably hinduism would take that place not judaism judaism modern judaism is just again another christian heresy so it's like but but defined by the by its anti-christianity exactly yeah in the in the sense like islam is a christian heresy because it has jesus as a prophet instead of the son of god whereas Jews have Jesus as a guy boiling in a pile of shit in hell. Mm-hmm. I love so, that defense yeah, that, as well. It's like, there's lots of guys named Jesus. What do you mean, Mr. Pope? Stay <laughs> 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 employed in the trial. It's just very based. Because the Pope, I remember like the Pope, or so, maybe it wasn't the Pope, but it was someone else. I was just like, no, I can't. That's silly. They wouldn't, they wouldn't say that. It was the Pope. It was the Pope. It yeah. was the Pope. It was like, that's, I don't believe that's that. That's such a charitable and generous thing to say. <laughs> I'm sure they not now, mean that way. Now, in the defense of modern Jews, that when you learn, like I did, when you learn Talmud, and they usually teach around high school and Jewish schools, and when you go to yeshiva and all that, uh, they always dance around that section. It's never directly taught. Uh, you have to go out and find it on your own. I think they eventually realized this is not a good look. And <laughs> although we can't take it out now, we can just not teach it. So they'll just teach you either like, oh, he, he wasn't real or he was real, but he was not the Messiah. So that's what they'll do. They won't go as far as he's boiling and shit in hell. Because that was a, that, that was a little a little far, guys. A little far. It was a, not not you great know, Christian-Jewish relations. You know, Matt Fred's going to have Danny's Dennis Prager on oh, on Pites with Aquinas. It's gonna suck. I, I'm de- I'm debating if I should just support him on locals just so I can ask Dennis Prager about that. About you know the masturbation thing? Forget that. What about the boiling <laughs> shit thing? Can you can you please expand on that? Yes, it is, I can. It, is, it is crazy, man. It is crazy. Like it's just I also don't get why people just want to be like this is the part that confuses me because pretty much my whole life was a trajectory out of Judaism. Mm-hmm. Like it was me constantly trying to get into escape velocity to get out, which is why I spent so many years as an atheist mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't put up with it, man. It's miserable. Like I can give you guys all the dirty details of what it's like being a religious Jew and the dancing like- around everything you have to do. And oh God, like, so, uh, some Jewish woman on TikTok recently showed like how they make coffee on Shabbos because you can't heat up water because that's labor, oh. so it's banned. So you have to do all these things to like get around it to make a cup of coffee, and it's not even hot at the end of it. So you're drinking lukewarm black coffee, and it's like, bro, you were freed from this. God, <laughs> two thousand years ago, came down. And freed you from this. Not only you that, don't have like, to do this. It's like I don't you know. don't have to subject yourself to this nonsense. Like you, it's also like the verse. It's like man, the Sabbath 
man was not made for the Sabbath, the Sabbath was made for man, is basically God saying, bro, you're taking this a bit too fucking legalistically. <laughs> it's like, calm the fuck down, dude. It's like, I don't, it's like all the fishermen who need fish to live where they starve. It's like, no, they can't do it on the Sabbath. That's labor. And Jesus is like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> Same when he appeared to Peter in a dream. Because Peter was like, no, you must circumcise. And it's like, go easy on the Gentiles, Peter. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Slow down but a it's, bit. It's crazy. Like, moving a branch out of your lawn could have been a punishable offense. Uh, a, <laughs> like that. Yeah. I mean, that is the level. That's, like, that's no wonder Jews pray like they have autism. Because that's some, that's some they, autistic fixation level stuff. They... Are I mean, dude, when you read the Talmud, and well, this is always an amazing sentence. When you read the Talmud, <laughs> it's just this, it's this amazing experiment. Like you can't get this even from reading American legal documents. Like you can read Supreme Court decisions and see some amazing legalese, mm-hmm. but when you crack open the Talmud and you see like how they justify killing in self defense, which is you know it is legal in Judaism, you can mm-hmm. kill in self defense, but then they go through like all the possible scenarios. Like, but if a father breaks into your house to steal from his son, then the son cannot kill the father because the father did not come with intention. But if a thief comes borrowing under the house at night, (laughs) it's like the way the thief breaks in matters. And they literally used the example of like borrowing under the house to break in. (laughs) This is your example. Like Tom and Jerry type stuff. Yeah, it's like you couldn't go with, oh, you accidentally left the door open and a thief saw the opportunity. No, you had to go with, he was tunneling under your house? It's beautiful. That's so wacky. Amazing. It's like, do you guys remember, I I think it was these MTV skits for, uh, obviously, evil skits because they were encouraging you to use a condom. Evil. But it was this thing of like, there's no such thing as an accidental pregnancy. And it showed all, yeah, it was like, you had a dude who had a roller skating accident. He was going downhill. He went too fast. And a woman in a short skirt was bent over in her car. And he just crashed into her. And they started fucking. <laughs> and it's like, this is this is literally, like, examples like that are what you can find in the Talmud. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Like, this is what, this is the level of detail that these rabbis were getting into in, like, the second to fifth century. It's oh, insane. The, these guys were so bored. It's it, it well. This was their entire livelihood. Like it is yeah. baffling to me. So when I read this shit, I'm thinking like, especially now that it's like I've accepted Christianity and I'm you know really trying to start RCI this September. It's like hell what yeah. The fuck. Why would you want to be this? And the only answer I have is from personal experience. The the I fucking hate the Holocaust narrative because it makes Jews feel guilted into staying. Jewish. Just, do you guys know what was Theodore Herzl's original proposal for Zionism? Uh, Madagascar? No, before no. that, before the moving. Oh. His original thing to end persecution of Jews in Europe. Stopping Take a Jews? wild guess. Oh, stopping Jews. Like, assimilate, right? Or something like that. Yeah, convert. Yeah, con- oh, was it convert? Was he it straight up convert? Based. He wanted mass conversion. Beautiful. Based. And the, the World Jewish Council turned that down. So oh. he went on to the next thing assimilate. But then that didn't really work out. So then, yeah, his plan was not Madagascar. 
Actually, I think Madagascar was the plan, but then that didn't work out. And then the British wanted to give them Uganda. (laughs) (laughs) Jewish Uganda Uganda would have been very interesting. Very interesting alternate timeline. That would have been so so hilarious that they're like, well, so you guys claim to be the ancient Israelites. Well, we can give you Uganda. Like, I'm sure King Solomon went there at some point, right? I don't know. <laughs> he had a black wife, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Sheba, she, Sheba was, uh, she was Ugandan. <laughs> just, just imagine General Butt naked, but he has a Star of David. <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing of stuff since changes. He's still fucking and eating children. But he has a star of David, so he's more true oh, to himself. Uh, yeah, so he's doing blood libels. I get it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. It's it's just I like. Oh, I feel so like weird. I could sit here regaling you guys with the insanity of Judaism all day because there's just so much that is insane about it. Like the whole Shabbos okay. Goy thing is insane. What is a Shabbos Goy thing again? You don't know what? The, oh, please tell. Please, I probably will recognize. So, like, tell me because it sounds familiar. Yeah. So, like, when you run a synagogue. And you don't, you know, you don't want your electricity bill to be going insane every month. Mm-hmm. You have a guy that works there. Not officially. He's like a volunteer, but, you know, he still gets paid. And he does things like turn off the lights for you or turn them on on Saturday morning. And they he does the cleaning and all. He's like, he's the one that you, and you're technically not supposed to have that. Because the commandments are, you cannot make a non-Jew do the labor for you. Like that's in the Old Testament. So that is very clear. But they still have a Shabbos Goy to do those things. It's a loophole because it's a legalistic but, loophole. Wait, so if a Shabbos Goy is not Jewish? No, he's a Goy. No, it's a, yeah, it's a Goy. Quick it's, it's question. Is he getting paid? I believe so. Okay, because I was like, why the fuck would you volunteer for this if you're not Jewish? No, you get paid. It's just really in like legalistic ways. And he's doing this on the Sabbath where they can't work, do labor. Yes. That is, in, he can't. Yes. You can't turn the lights off in the Sabbath because that's labor. No, because, and this is where the wisdom of the rabbis comes in. That, <laughs> well, even though electricity is not fire, it's not fire, but electricity can start a fire. <laughs> So you might accidentally start a little fire. You might cause a spark somewhere when you turn on or off the lights. So because you might run the possibility of starting a spark or starting a fire, you have to ban electricity on the Shabbos, on the Shabbos. And and (laughs) same thing of why a Jew can eat a tuna melt but he can't eat chicken parmesan because you might accidentally lead someone to sin where they might see you eating the chicken with the with the cheese and when you look at the chicken with the cheese you know it's chicken you know because chicken doesn't look like beef but you might think that because you can have the chicken with the cheese that the law has changed and that you can go and eat a burger with the cheese so because you might confuse another Jew into sinning, you are responsible for that sin as well, so you cannot mix the chicken with the cheese, but you can mix the fish with the cheese because the fish looks so different to all the other types of meat that you can eat it without worry with the cheese. 
That's such a fucking weird religion, man. Fuck. That is one of the most in- – that's worse than anything I've heard from QAnon. That's the most in- – the- anything out of 4chan, that's the most insane fucking thing I've heard in a long time <laughs> of a spark and the chicken parmesan shift. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And, 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 so, I, and, and then and, just – go on. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just Googled famous uh, Shabos boys. <laughs> famous <laughs> Top 10 list of Shabos boys. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth, baby. <laughs> Number one. Okay. okay, so you got Elvis Presley. <laughs> That's amazing. Elvis. Bar- Barack Obama. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but Muslim Shabos Goy, as we all know. Al Gore. Mm-hmm. The environmentalist Shabuskoy. Harry Truman. I don't even know. Mar- I George can't Bush. even say anything Is George Bush one. on this list? No. Oh, Mario God. Cuomo. <laughs> really? Really? That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing for all the Catholics and uh, for all the Italian Catholics in NYC. And and this is a nice quote from, from Mario Cuomo. Today's Shabuskoy was that government has to get involved in helping Jews live their faith. So the government... Martin Scorsese and Tom Jones? Yeah! Colin Powell. This is on Wikipedia, dude. I thought this was like some Stormfront list. No! I'm like saying these are people that are allied with the Jews. This is a real Shabbosquay list? Yeah! Yeah! God, why haven't why haven't you not bought a rosary yet? I feel like I need to pray after this. You need, yeah, yes, you need you a rosary. I need, I need, I need to get, I need to get a rosary because I feel like this is insane. This and, and and again, this is why I say like, this is why I'm envious of you guys as cradle Catholics, because the fact that I ever for any stretch of my life had to put up with this, <laughs> my family went insane with this at some point. Though they were like, when I was born, they were never religious. Nobody in my family was religious, and for the first five or six years of my life. We were eating like pepperoni pizza, cheeseburgers, yeah. moon yeah. of my hammies at Denny's, Hell bacon. Yeah. I like they would pick me up from Jewish school. Like they were still saying me Jewish school for some reason. But then we'd go to Burger King after. Based. And I eat non-culture <laughs> Burger King. Based. But then when my sister was like 13 or 14, so she's eight years older than me. When she was 13 or 14, she came home and was like, We need to be religious. We need everything kosher. And here's another thing, because you can't mix meat and dairy, religious Jews need two basins in their sink. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because you need a site for the meat cutlery and meat dishes and a side for the dairy cutlery and cutler and dairy dishes. Of so course. you need a split sink. So we had to get a of split course. sink. We had to kosher everything. We had to get extra cutlery and extra dishes. No more going out for food unless it was a kosher restaurant, which the kosher industry is literally run by the Jewish mob. Yeah, this is so fu- it is hyper expensive. You look at something that is like from a kosher supermarket versus something that's like the OU on it, which signifies that it's kosher, uh-huh. like in a regular supermarket, and it's like twice the fucking price. Kosher meat is like an extra two, three dollars per pound. It's insane. <laughs> it is that's so on brand. So, to be fair, fact- if it wasn't run by the Jewish mob, if it was run by like the Italian mob, it'd be very embarrassing for Jews, I imagine. <laughs> if the Italians were in control of the kosher supply, that'd be highly embarrassing. That's true. But it's it's just like it, it's this insanity that I've had to put up with. And then 
for a long stretch of my life. And then it's like, look at you guys, where there's never been any guilt to what you've eaten. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, like, uh, just, you know, Fridays. Sure, yeah. Fridays you can't eat meat. What an obligation. Oh, uh-huh. no, Lent, you got to give, you know, there's fast days where you can't eat meat. Oh, what an obligation. I even believe the bishopric of Brazil has actually removed the meat obligation outside of Lent. Yeah. In other, yeah. in other like, local like, areas, the bishopric maintains it outside of Lent, but in Brazil, I don't believe so. Like, nowhere in America. Yeah, here in, in America as well. Yeah, the bishops don't require, but you are required to do an extra penitence or uh, an extra thing on Fridays if you don't eat meat. Yeah, be cool. If you do eat Be meat. a cooler guy Fridays. <laughs> so it's like, uh, look, here's your obligation. There's none of this kosher bullshit. There's none of this hyper-legalistic paranoia. Like, sure, you know, there's a lot of scrupulous Catholics that are, like, really overly scrupulous and concerned with everything. But it's like, I mean, you guys specifically, it's like Brazilian Catholics. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You, you, you guys come from a much more beautiful, less obsessive culture. And it's like, for some reason, the Jew wants to refuse the fact that they're a sinner. Mm-hmm. They don't oh, want to accept okay. it. Because it's like the whole... Because obviously... Do Jews not have original sin? We do. Okay. But it's not like emphasized. But you don't have a redeemer, so you're fucked. Okay, got it. There's no redeemer. You're You have one day a year on Yom Kippur is your day of atonement. And that's where your sins are washed away. But Is that the thing with the, the chicken? That you kill the chicken? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is a Jesus. hollow imitation of the sacrifice at the temple. So again, not a real, not real Judaism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and not not everybody does the chicken. This is where it gets really funny. If you don't want to decapitate a chicken and wave it around your head, you can take a wad of cash, wave it around your head, and then. <laughs> you wave the money. Around your head, you say the blessing, but the catch is you need to donate that money afterwards. Oh man! I don't man. know. I don't know how many of them are donating it, but you're technically supposed to. That's probably more painful than the chicken decapitation. Is there? Is there? Is there footage? <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Uh, That's so uh, fucking Jewish. I'm looking up on YouTube. Kaparot with money. Uh, the first video, Uriel Suleiman, how to do Kaparot on money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I would decapitate a chicken and wave it around my head, but that's because I'm a psycho. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I think that might be Yeah, fun. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just think yeah, that, that might that be. I think that's like a fun activity to do with the boys. I would eat it. I would eat <laughs> it after that, that, to not dishonor of a chicken. But if yeah. I'm bored, I would just do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that part when bad. the American Christians are like, "This is a demonic religion." They decapitate chickens and weigh them. And I'm like, that part really? That's the part where you're taking. Yeah, that's the like, really that one. <laughs> They kill the chicken not, waver on their head and then they eat it after. Yeah, see, you eat it after. Not, not, not the clean rice part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
and wave it around your head for no reason, you're a psycho and probably a serial killer. If you decapitate a chicken, wave it around your head, and then eat it afterwards, it's fine. Who cares? It's, pro- yeah, it's again, probably think- more humane tri- treatment than that chicken received in its entire life. Okay, yeah, motherfucker. It's just again, playing think- with your food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I-, I think part of it. <laughs> I think part of it still is like again, you have to donate that chicken to the home, like to to those in need after. So yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, perfect. Okay, sure, you had a weird. You had a weird middle step, but okay. <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, that's the way to describe it. It's like, okay, you know, I, I sure I don't get the need to wave it around your head, but whatever. But yeah, and then also you have to like take bread and throw it in the water in like a river or the open bay as like part of the atonement. Like you're throwing away your sins. So like this is the this is the weird thing. Like the Jews have this really weird relationship with sin where there's no clear cut way of how to absolve yourself of them. And then of course we're all about minimizing sin. Because, you know, mm-hmm. that's the whole part of it. Like, mm-hmm. you can be a sinner and still be safe, but you still have to make an effort. Mm-hmm. But the degree to which they take it to is almost like this idea of, but if we just do it right enough, then we can be without sin. And it's, it's so, it's strange. It's just strange. They're trying to min-max sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Jewish, the Jews were the There's world's so many, first so many titles. There's so many titles for this, uh, for this fucking uh, episode. Min Max, John Wilkes Booth, Time Traveling Assassin, The Green Horde. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot to choose from. There's a lot of yeah, lot of is, things happening. Sin Min Maxers. <laughs> That's in the character yeah. creation for the Jewish RPG. <laughs> so this is your build. You're gonna Min Max being being a sinner. But it's like it's like Pinocchio. If you max out your sin, the nose grows a lot. Yeah. True. True. Fair enough. Oh, oh that's funny. yeah, but, but yeah, I just like I'm just I'm just so glad I'm getting out of it. Yeah, because like I don't know, having not only is there because you can't possibly atone for being a sinner. That's the thing. The main the main insight of Catholicism is you can't atone. So someone else did it for you. God did it for you. <laughs> yeah, here it is done. <laughs> now go to confession and receive baptism mm-hmm. and, and eat his flesh every week. Done. That's it. Got it. It's like, no, you just be grateful because you cannot do it on your own. You suck. And you can't ever repay what you've done for sucking so hard because you suck. It's like, okay, got it. That makes sense to me. But the whole, like, yeah, you're a sinner, but, uh, yeah, we'll, like, decapitate a chicken and throw bread in the river. That should make up for it. I don't know. And there's no, there's no permanent – there's no eternal damnation in Judaism either. So it's like – So, so she all is – Closer to, from my understanding, Sheol is closer to purgatory. the uh, purgatory than it is to hell. Sheol no longer exists in the Jewish religion. Yeah, Sheol is a very old testament, new te- old testament concept, right? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, Sheol no longer exists in Judaism. It went away around the time of the destruction of the temple. Uh, what you get instead oh, is actually the yeah. entire the, the the Jewish conception of heaven comes from interaction with christians the jewish conception of hell comes with interaction with muslims so just like jehenim is not eternal in islam there's no eternal damnation in islam uh gehenim which is now the jewish word for hell also and also a vampire demasquerade thing go on yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) sorry go on so you you don't have eternal damnation so it's like when you look at that, it's like, why, well, why be Jewish? If there, if you don't believe that other religions go to eternal damnation either, 
and you don't believe that you go to eternal damnation. Why try, number one? I guess you could min-max. Do they have purgatory equivalent? No. No, hell is the purgatory equivalent for Jews. Okay, how long Where do you... Where you are spending time... Do you stay there they, to atone? Like, is it like purgatory and this is that you're yeah, you, your Yeah, sins? you stay there to atone. Yeah, like the, the fires of hell in Judaism are supposed to cleanse your sins. And there's no definite amount of time that you stay. It depends on how much of a sinner you were. Oh, so I guess uh, that's why they even max in like yeah, psychos. They say you spend up to 11 months of human time. But in hell time, you have no idea how long that's going to be because it's not a physical place. But so 11 months spend, on Earth. But that... that that doesn't make sense, though. They realize that, right? Because if it's not a physical place, then surely it can't be measured in Earth time, motherfucker. That doesn't... You realize <laughs> that, right? Like, you see the contradiction I'm seeing here, because this is very... Here's where the... Very here's, basic. Here's where the this, this is where the Kabbalah comes in. It doesn't even make sense. It's mysticism. Oh, my fucking God, man. It's it's uh, insane. It's, it's fucking insane. It's insane. That's why I'm telling you. Like, I, it, none of it makes any fucking sense to me. Man, you know, it. It, it, it makes sense why Jews have such verbal, uh, such high verbal IQ. When be able to navigate all that yeah, nonsense. To be able to survive to be as a Jew in a Jewish community, you have to have the highest verbal IQ imaginable to operate as a living human being and not break down and cry yourself to death. Yeah, because I've heard, oh, Jews have high verbal IQ because they were the only ones who were allowed to do certain jobs, blah, blah, blah. No. They have high it's verbal because IQ has, because they tortured themselves into having it for like a thousand yeah, years. <laughs> if you study the Talmud, if you study the Talmud and then you study the Pentateuch through a Talmudic lens, because when you look at just like, you know, if you were to open up a uh, Jerome study Bible, for example, you get commentary from different, you know, church fathers and doctors and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the same way, when you open up a study tour, you know, like the Torah scroll doesn't have it. When you open up a, it's called a Humash, mm -hmm. which is the uh, five books specifically, or you open up the Tanakh, which is the full thing, you get rabbinic commentary under it. So when mm -hmm. you're entirely studying this thing through a Talmudic lens, and then you also study the Talmud and Jewish law, which is called Halacha and the Mishnah and all that. And because it doesn't just stop at the Talmud. You also have the Gemara, the Mishnah, Halacha. Like, the Talmud is just the major part of the Halacha. But you also have the Mishnah and the Gemara. And then Jeez. you have independent rabbinic studies uh, and commentary of the, of the Pentateuch and the Old Testament as a whole. So it's a mess. And when you study this your whole life, of course, you're going to come out legalistic. Of course, you've created yeah, course. a shit ton of lawyers. Mm -hmm. You've of created an entire it. race of lawyers. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, you breed people to become lawyers. That that makes total sense. Yeah. And I'm trying to go to law school. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, else am I good, what else am I good at? Like, <laughs> It's a very specific I'm, set of skills. I'm good at writing. I'm good at entertaining. And I'm good at deciphering legalese. Lawyer. What else? What, what else can I do? Yeah, it's like I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a medical guy. I'm not autistic enough to be a doctor. I never could do that. I can't do science. So, and it's like you guys remember that online IQ test that was circulating a few weeks ago? I think I do. Nope. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. No. Grant Senator. Yeah, Hato, you weren't. You weren't really active recently, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was also like one of these online tests, and this one claims to be more accurate, like based off an amalgamation of real tests. So it's the one that has like the shape rotation section and deciphering like anagrams real ones from fake ones and all sorts of shit like that i took it twice in the span of like 30 minutes uh-huh 
because I, I gamed it. I'm very good at gaming tests. But both times, Verbal IQ was my highest. Verbal <laughs> IQ was my fucking lowest, apparently, dude. <laughs> apparently. I'm good at shape rotation, but Jesus fucking Christ, my my verbal, like, the anagram shit killed me. So I suck at anagram. Well, because it's also, it's also geared towards a native speaker. So. Yeah, fair enough. Like, if I they did that for Portuguese. Low. But I suck at anagrams in general. If I was a Portuguese, it'd be better, but I suck at anagrams in general. Yeah, I got like a 135 on like 130 on my first verbal IQ score, and it went up to like a 142 on the second try. So, <laughs> Respectable. But my space show was like 111, and it went up to 121 on the second try. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it. This is I see. This has been very enlightening for you guys on uh Judaism and its insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has been. A, I learned uh, about Brazil. And I, t- I taught you guys about Jews. This has been a Talmud study episode, I'd say. It's been Talmud, <laughs> John Wilkes Booth fan fiction. It's been, yeah. Those have been the two main components of today, I'd say. And to think, I, I came with no preparation. I was ready to just read you guys the worst Harry Potter fan fiction on Earth, but we got something so much better. Was it going to be a uh, wait? Sh- yeah, it was, was going to be my, my immortal. Yes! Oh, damn it. should have done that. We can have done a oh, Immortal we'll, episode. Oh, we'll do that next time. We'll get we that next time. Man, I have, yeah, I have I did that memories on... of my Immortal with Internet Historians. Doing <laughs> oh, it's so good. That. I, oh, I that, that was beautiful. I, one of the first Slurp Gang Patreons was me reading my Immortal to uh, Ace and Nick while we were waiting on Dean. <laughs> so it was, uh, it's and they beautiful. were dying. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's just one of my favorite things, like, it's so it is. It's so good to revisit. Like even when you've already read it several times, it always shocks you with just how yeah. bad it is. It's just it. it's just perfect. It's like a perfect encapsulation <laughs> of fan culture of its time, of a certain kind of fan, of a certain kind of series. And it's just a microcosm of the internet at that point of that specific niche. It is. And it's just it's fantastic. You know, it's it's a spelling real, errors. It's just a real archival document that should be preserved. It is. It is it spelling. Is. It is. And the way the spelling errors are done is so mid two thousands. Yes. The pop culture <laughs> references. The uh, all of it. My chemical romance appearing on every other fucking paragraph. Oh. The good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Yeah, I was gonna mention yeah, it. My chemical romance and good Charlotte. And rub- it's a time capsule. It, it's it's beautiful. it's 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 Chaucer for internet culture. <laughs> Another great title. Another great title for the episode. What did Katie say? Oh, I, I love briefly, you guys. My internet. I love you guys so much. You are my favorite people. <laughs> it's. I said. I, I said it's Chaucer for internet culture. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> internet Chaucer. Yeah. <laughs> Chaucer on fanfic.net. Oh. <laughs> Man. I mean, dude, can you imagine if Shakespeare had a Tumblr? Oh. 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 It would have been beautiful. If he were on Twitter. That's one of the things. Like, imagine that guy on Twitter. Yeah. No, oh man, but do, do you guys remember the era of like two, 2010s Tumblr where everybody was doing like Rupi Kapoor style poetry, where they're doing like three or four lines? Yep, I mainly Rupi remember Kapoor, that. Rupi Kapoor. I never remember. Rupi, I say Rupi Kaur, but I don't know. Who cares? I don't. I don't know. But it's like, l- l- let's rap on some bad Tumblr poetry. Oh, I, <laughs> oh you mean any Rupi Kaur uh, poem? Yeah, and they they really they loved doing. 
like anagrams for their names. Not anagrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like when you do the initials for your name? So instead of putting their real name on it, uh, oh man, oh, oh I've got some so rooting for poems I can read. Ah, oh, dude. So we'll take turns. So you, I'll do the tumbler. You do the rupee core. Okay. Uh, the water is clean, but your wrists are stained. Your face is happy, but your eyes say pain. JKG. <laughs> oh. <laughs> JKG. Oh, okay. Uh, I was, was that? I, yeah, I was about to say it's like Gilbert. Keith. No, it'd be JKC. I was about to say that's <laughs> it's, it's the same initials, Gilbert Keith, but it's not the, the last one. It's yeah. not. It was like, does okay, Justin okay. write shit poetry when he was like twelve? Because <laughs> he's a great poet. I've read like Battle of the White Horse or whatever it's called. It's amazing. I've got. <laughs> read it, read it, because I got something bad coming up next. Oh, uh, I can't, let me see. <laughs> drop it, drop it. Uh, should I pick out the worst? Uh. It's so bad, it's just prose! It's just prose, man! (laughs) Fuck it, I'll read the first one. To hate is an easy, lazy thing, but to love takes strength. Everyone has, but not all are, willing to practice and drawing of flowers. That's it. That's that's a poem. That's not even blank verse, my man. That's not verse. That has no meter. That has no rhythm. That has no... There aren't even commas. No beautiful language. There's no, no language. It's not even play. poetic prose. It's just prose. It's just prose. What is my, happening? My writing teacher in high school hated Rupi Kaur, and like As the middle should. schoolers in her writing class were all reading her at the time. Let me see. And if... she was so pissed. There's but, um, one specific really... one that I want to find. But continue. Here's talking. a really bad one that you guys are gonna hate, and I am so I glad love, I get to. Read I love this. it already. <laughs> Don't worry, big brother. I won't tell daddy how good you make me come. <laughs> that's just oh, that's not that's not nothing that's nothing that's very tumblr that is extremely tumblr though I will be oh, this one is the most tumblr one it starts with parentheses 242 am my wrist sung for you don't tell me you can't pick a tune from an open wound kpk <laughs> Just, uh, uh, that, where are you just, getting this from? I googled bad Tumblr poetry. <laughs> Please, I drank deeply from poem? your well. The water was sweet like syrup, but from it grew the depths of pains, or the deepest of pain. Casey, oh, dude, the oh, the AirPod one. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. trying to find the AirPod one so hard, but I can't. Right, it's like four lines, but was, I need them to be exact. It was like, oh yeah, put oh it, put it, shut up, shut up. Let me. Okay, do AirPods not have wires because we are scared of connection? That's it. I'm in a drawing of AirPods. That's it. That's it. That's just. I should be a published poet at this bitch, at this Indian subcontinent bitch. Me, me. I should be the poet, not her. <laughs> but no, no, the masses, the masses, they choose wrong. Should be me writing ones, shitty poetry. The parody ones are so good. I was a four loco and he wanted a white claw. Rupi <laughs> <laughs> uh. Someone tattooed it on themselves. Someone tattooed that. <laughs> 
I think oh, suicide man. might be like not a sin if you tattoo that on yourself. <laughs> I think that might be like a legit. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like you can kill yourself. It's fine. You, you know what I you know what I hate the most? Is that Rupee actually is a decently attractive woman, especially for a Pajit. Yeah, she's she's like with a, the qualification like for a Pajit, I I can agree with that statement with that qualification. Yeah, yeah, she she's just like a Indian AOC. I can agree with that because I did not find AOC attractive. I agree with that. Oh no! Oh, she 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 has a beautiful side profile. <laughs> well, you know, Kato, she uh, she has conversos in her family, so you know you're in, you're in you love. You know what, Kato? Yeah, if I ignore her face, yes, she does have a beautiful side profile. <laughs> I agree with you. Her profile is fine. I agree with you there. But you know, AOC with her juicy booty. Juicy booty AOC. <laughs> that was such a good video. That was such a good video. Ah oh, man, but we've been going almost two hours. So yep. I'm gonna I'll let you guys uh I'll let you guys go. It was good to end on some of the worst poetry ever written. Yeah, I think that was a, that was a strong ending, I think, after John Wilkes Booth. I I, I, I I concur. I concur. Wait, wait, before we go. John Wilkes Booth, John Wick, John Wick's Booth. <laughs> that's the new. That's the new Keanu Reeves series. That's the new movie series he's going to do next. He's going to do a Catholic time traveling assassin. You're on to. You're on to something. You're there, on to something. I think he could play a good right. John Wilkes Booth. Just think. I don't even remember what he looks like. John Wilkes. Sort of goofy. He had a big, bushy mustache. Yeah, like just a, just like goofy like mustache from Keanu. He'd be fine. Oh, like, so he was like, like a Frederick Nietzsche. A Frederick Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah, he was like uh, 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 Edgar Allan Poe, but not hot. Was Edgar Allan Poe like attractive? I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say Edgar Allan Poe was attractive. Let me look at my. I know. I'm just. I'm just being silly. Yeah. No. Not. 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 Yeah. No. I would. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there, Cato. They really did it. They did. They did Edgar Allan Poe dirty uh, in that Netflix movie, The Pale Blue Eye, by casting the guy who plays Neville Longbottom as him. <laughs> like they just made him really ugly there. But wasn't Neville Longbottom uh, in like the last movie, like a few years ago, like decent, decent looking? I remember. Yes, but then they made him ugly. No, no, oh, it's okay. not uh, Neville Longbottom who, who plays him. It's uh, it's Harry Potter's uh, cousin. It's Dudley. That's Dudley, not Neville. Really? Okay, I didn't watch the movie. Harry so. Melling. Oh yeah, Harry Melling. That was I. I never watched Harry Potter, so it's like I'm going off like the only names I know. Okay, fair enough. Surprised Neville got uh, so much yeah. into the pop culture that you know his name. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Melling is so fucking ugly. Holy Neville shit. Longbottom is such is... a beautiful fucking name. Just Queen Rowling, just with a naming prowess that would have astonished. It should have been Neville Long Nose. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been yeah. That would have been a that would have been better. But I think that, that she was more subtle back man. then. She was more subtle back then, Jay. She was trying. To oh yeah, the with, with Tyrone Shacklebolt. Yes, Tyrone. Oh my God, what was the fucking name? That's so amazing. Harry Potter. Seamus Carbolt. Shacklebolt. Um, what's his name? It's a Shacklebolt family. It's Kingsley Shacklebolt. Is like the one of the few black wizards. Just. 
Amazing. The Shacklehold family is an entry in the Harry Potter wiki. (laughs) We cannot do this again. We cannot go down the racist Harry Potter names again. We did Uh, this already. We We did did this already. That's a bit we already did. I'm going to have to look more more of them up, Harry Potter names, and just find all the good ones. That's a good one. Yeah, guys, love interest. Ding, ping, ow. Yeah, yeah, ping, pong. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? You know what? In her defense, in her defense, when the world's fastest man is literally named Usain Bolt, and that's his real (laughs) last name. (laughs) Yeah. Which actually, what religion was Usain Bolt? He's Catholic. Oh, hell yes. Yes. Another one. His his full name is Usain St. Leo Bolt. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is Catholic and known for making the sign of the cross before racing competitively, and he wears a miraculous medal during his races. That's so base. There we go. There we go. That that's the note to end it on. So, uh, boys, 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 yep, boys, boys, yep, beautiful yep. baby boys. Uh, plugs, I guess. I don't know. Still, I got like five listeners, so you know, go off if you want. I have nothing. I don't Twitter. want anyone here to follow me. You'll yeah. disgust me. Yeah, just 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 go on Twitter. Actually, no. Stay away from Twitter. Go to church. <laughs> Not go on Twitter under any circumstances. Go to church. Go to church. Go to church. Yeah. Go to Gab. Yeah, go to Gab. Go to Gab.com and go to church. Do those two things, yes. and that's all we need from you. I have never Tradcast been. Post, Tradcast post on Gab from church. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, after, after every mass, you have to put shit post on Gab.com. That's all you have to do. Done. Perfect. That's all you do. Post like a boomer yeah. meme right. at gap.com. Oh, <laughs> all right. That, that, that's all we got.